of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the Summer Soundboard. Yes, sir. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Of the five-star kind, subscribe to our YouTube at YK Wrestling. Links to all the platforms and the merchandise, including your Black Lives Matter t-shirts, available at YKWrestling.com. Welcome back again for episode 202 to the Nuckafy Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the thespian T.C. Fontaine, a.k.a. TCF baby, please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc, first of his name. Healer. Missed you last yeah. week, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, black parents, that's all I can tell you, man. <laughs> black parents you, and, and weather, man. When you go out of state, just uh just just clear the whole day. Cause <laughs> not nah, facts. You think you're gonna be home at like one o'clock? You don't get home till like three, three, three thirty something. So yeah, yeah, man, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> and it happened on a Sunday too. You know, yeah. yeah. Like I was saying before, man, black parents on Sundays totally different. Totally different. Yeah, man. It's like no concept. Time is unlimited. I'll tell you, no, no concept of time whatsoever. <laughs> Hey man, I'll tell you, it's hot outside, dog. I, I'm not thinking straight. Yeah. I'm not thinking straight. I'm running on like two hours of sleep. I've been up about ten hours already. So yeah, man. it might be nap nap time after your boy get off of here. As I said last week, I had a PSA, man. Hope y'all staying cool outside, man. Hope y'all staying hydrated. Whew. You can't stay cool outside. Stay cool inside. Staying cool outside is an oxymoron. Yeah, I can't do that. I basically work outside, and I mean, I start in the early morning, but by the time I leave, especially now, it's like eleven o'clock. So, oh no, I haven't been hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, I had a uh, I had a photo shoot this morning, man. So I'm like you know, scheduled a photo shoot like early in the morning before it get too hot. Mm-hmm. About forty five minutes into that joint, it was already hot. <laughs> I was over there sweating. Shout out to um, shout out to WWE for giving us them sweat towels at SummerSlam a couple years ago. Definitely woo! coming in handy still to this day. Man, real stuff. Free sweat towels with with the big logo on it. That's, yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big shout out to y'all. For yeah, shout out to them, man. It's one of the only ones y'all got from that weekend because oh. I was tripping. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was a lot going on that weekend. It just like. 
we still had a good time regardless. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Show I, show was dope. I I did uh go back and watch uh wasn't a whole lot to watch of it, but I did watch Bianca and Becky from SummerSlam the other day. Oh man. And I was just like I started I watched the whole thing from like the moment Becky's music just played and I was like I, I remember how we all felt. Oh yeah, the moment was crazy. And I was like, "Oh, I can't believe I'm here." And then they showed yeah. the big like wide shot of the whole stadium, and I was yeah. like, "I am in there somewhere." Right. And I couldn't believe it and then just totally deflated. It was a fun time. You know, I, I did we could have had a triple threat, you know what I'm saying? You could have picked Carmella and did all that if you was yeah. going to do it anyway. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Could have did that, man. We still had a good time. It was messed up because uh, cause the card system went down like maybe 30 minutes before that match. Oh, yeah. I was. I, <laughs> I needed a drink after Bianca lost. I couldn't even get that. Oh. So uh, best wishes to all y'all going to SummerSlam in a few weeks. Hope uh, – I mean, our experience wasn't bad. I just hope y'all is a little better. Yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. Hey, uh, this week in wrestling history, let's talk about it real quick. I don't know. I totally blanked for a quick second. My bad, y'all. Uh, <laughs> last week, I'm see, I'll be messing up. That's that's players mess up. It's they cool. do. Players fuck up. They do. You know how it go. Like all the time. I gotta tell y'all, but let me play the sound if it's gonna play. Sometimes soundboards fuck up too and they don't want to play. Got me over here trying to stall. Uh, So I'll be going on vacation and everybody want to act up. Man, listen, man, summer soundboard, you about to get fired, dog. (laughs) Uh, Last week, I definitely forgot to uh, say happy birthday to some folks, man. So uh, Barry Wyndham. Barry Wyndham still good. I mean, didn't he have a heart attack not too long ago? I did hear about that. Nobody nobody said he got worse. So, I mean, I guess no news right. is good news. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Sid Vicious, though, man. Happy birthday a couple weeks ago to Sid Vicious. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to somebody you can find on the uh, the same website where you can find our friends at Smacking It Raw podcast, Lars Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ludwig Kaiser. Mr. Keep a Check 2022, Kevin Nash, Mark Miro, and Sheldon Benjamin all had birthdays a couple weeks ago. And I forgot to mention it on last week's episode. So there you go. Uh, this week, though, this past week, happy birthday to uh, Gilbert. Oh, God. Y'all remember Gilbert? Yeah. Shout Sparkless. out to Gilbert. Sparklers and shit. Man, that's, that's the whole inspiration for me, like, when I was a kid, every 4th of July. I was, I just did the Gilbert. I had the sparklers, all that. Uh, Butch Reed, the natural Butch Reed, would have had a birthday this past week. R.I.P. to the legend, T.J. Wilson, the goat, the goat producer. At this point, hell yeah! Happy birthday to you, my brother. Dang, see, I gotta go tell T.J. Wilson happy birthday because he tell me happy birthday every year. I told y'all, uh, me and him was Facebook friends since I was like fifteen. When oh, nobody shit. knew who he was. <laughs> so like Yo. That's what's up. I didn't know it was his birthday. I don't I don't be on Facebook no more. So I gotta go on Facebook and tell my man it's happy birthday. Uh facts. Def Cop. I'm gonna get on the show too. Oh, facts. Let's get that. Oh, okay. 
put it in my notes. Let me put it in my notes. Uh, yeah. Jeff Cobb, happy birthday this past week, uh, as well as Hurricane Helms. Uh, did y'all know that Sami Zayn and Brock Lesnar shared a birthday? I knew it was Brock's birthday this week. I didn't know him and Sammy had the same birthday. Yeah, man. Uh, July 12th. Happy birthday to, to Bella. Ah, can't talk. Happy birthday to both of those men. Happy birthday to, to the Hall of Famer, two-time Hall of Famer, X-Pac. Bet you never thought he would be a two-time Hall of Famer, but he is. Man. There's a lot of things I didn't think too, uh, too, Tupac. X-Pac. <laughs> Players there's a lot of things yeah there's a lot of things i thought xbox would not be here in 2023 and i'm just not gonna get into it but shout out to him yeah man shout out to him shout out to uh the dog passed away not too long ago oh damn he loved that dog i remember he had that dog out here in vegas with him when i met him. me and malik met him. he had his dog with him so uh, shout out to him hope he's doing well he's experienced a lot of loss over the last few years a lot of oh, friends yeah, yeah. His, his man's best friend, so shout out to him. Uh, happy birthday to another Hall of Famer, J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T, Jeff Jarrett, Mr. Keep a Check nominee every year. Yeah. Sure. And another Hall of Famer, Bubba Ray Dudley, Bully Ray, whatever you want to call him. Brother Ray, the the names. Heath, happy birthday to Heath. He got kids. Mm-hmm. He got kids. He do. Hope all how many kids he got? Eight? Uh it's something like that. Is he the seven or eight? He put he he pushing them them uh them double digits. You know, you know, Philip Rivers about to I, I was about, about to bring kid. up Philip Rivers. I was just about to bring Ooh. his ass up. And they, they both chasing Antonio Cromarty. I'm telling you, bro. That's wild as hell. And you know who got mad kids on the sneak? Dwight Howard. He do. Damn. And Neo. I just found out Neo got like seven kids, bro. Did you know that? What? That nigga oh, should have turned the radio off a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, like, the way he be doing his music, you be thinking he got struggles and shit. Right. Nah, he, he, he doing just fine. He being... Plentiful and multiplying out here. Alright, I'm gonna need me a, a Royal Rumble with a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's got crazy kids. Heath, Phillip Rivers, Neo, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, Future, all that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's enough for two Rumbles right there. Listen, <laughs> facts. <laughs> uh, former Peasant of the Week, Jesse Ventura. Had a birthday this past week. I don't know how old he is. He looked, man, he looking old as a motherfucker. Like, I bet he is. He looked old I forget. back then. With somebody, the I seen somebody posted a picture with him at uh, some event. That man looking like ghastly now. Man. I seen a, I seen a picture of Terry Funk on his birthday a few weeks ago. Mm. Yep, I did too. I'm glad he's still around. He yeah. said, that, said that a couple weeks ago. Uh, Happy birthday to Marty Wright, a.k.a. The Boogeyman. 30. I'm 30. 30. Uh, I know you're not. I can't believe this man. <laughs> like, there's certain levels of audacity you just don't expect from people. And I mean, uh, you look yourself in the mirror before you, you came up with that lie. I'm 30. 
But it's cool. Like, I mean, you 40, you 40, bro. Ain't nothing to be ashamed about. You you was in great shape for a 40-year-old. Right. Like, what was there to be ashamed about? You thought you wasn't going to get the job? Which is crazy. He got the job anyway. Mm-hmm. Al Snow was like, that's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. Al Snow was not <laughs> like, having it, bro. He's like, this nigga must think I'm stupid. <laughs> like, nigga, do you know that I can see you? Right. Like, you could have said 35, 36. Yeah. Well, got like, away with that, no problem. Yeah, you could have got away with 35. That's a little respectable. Like, nigga, if I'm you 30. was 30. Yeah, if you was 30, <laughs> how old am I now? Like, I'm about to start. I'm about to try out for the WWE totem. I'm 22. Right. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. Then uh, let's round this out because uh, we're talking about guys that look great for their age, man. Bobby Lashley is turning 47 tomorrow. Mm. It don't crack. Mm-hmm. Big facts. It do not. And we got to we gotta talk about him too. Oh, yeah. We had, we had a Lashley sighting. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm happy about it. Me too. I was excited. I was excited because soon, soon as the limo pulled up and I was like, Lashley in that motherfucker. Yep. We're going to talk about that. Did a happy birthday as well, Excalibur. Him and Bobby Lashley share a birthday. Interesting, interesting. Uh, This past week, uh, wrestling history, I'm going to get through this quick. Uh, RIP to Bruiser Brody passed away this week in 1988. Uh, 2002 this week, Eric Bischoff debuted in the WWE. What? What? Hold up. It was my favorite. It's one of my favorite debuts ever. I'm going to tell you why. We got one of the blackest moments on WWE TV out of Eric Bischoff debut. We did. Because you didn't, you know, you didn't see Eric Bischoff for the first time when he just came out there. No, you saw Eric Bischoff for the first time roll up on Booker T. And Booker T just looked this man up and down like, nigga, what the fuck you doing here? (laughs) Blackest moment ever. Uh, and then later on that week, Stephanie McMahon was announced as the GM for SmackDown. Uh, things got interesting on on both shows around this time, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 2005, Matt Hardy made his return to WWE after being released a few months prior, and uh, beat the shit out of Edge on on Raw. Nobody nobody thought it was was a work. They was like, "What the hell he doing?" Right. Oh man, that was a that was what, like, when I was still kind of on the fence, that got me back dialed in because I'm like, yo, is we we going off script? We doing some Jerry Springer shit out here now? Yeah, man. Some of the best work that uh that they did around that time. Hell yeah. Because I ain't going to lie to y'all. I don't remember a lot of it going on uh, around that time, 2005. Yeah. You know, th- things were a little crazy in, uh, in real life for me and my family. So didn't get to pay attention to wrestling a whole lot. But this is one of the things I was just like, yo, I'm invested. And uh, mm-hmm. by the time things, you know, smoothed over uh, around the fall, I got back uh, into the watching on a weekly basis. And it was like, damn, yeah. the ladder match. Uh, was it a ladder match they was supposed to have? They had a street fight. The street fight, which, I, which that was when they come in. That was a ladder match. That was for the okay. money in the bank. And street then, fight was at SummerSlam. Okay. No, no, the street fight was on Raw. 
they had a match on, uh, on SummerSlam. They had on SummerSlam that, that never got started. It was like two minutes. Yeah, it was a regular match, but they just had, they booked Edge to just beat the shit out of him yeah, he beat the until right. the ref stopped it. But the, the, and the match they had on Raw, and i never forget, because this is one that like, I started like watching again on the regular. I tuned in in the middle of the match, and then I saw this was when they went off the stage and into all the electrical shit, and I was like, mm. yo. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, that was that moment that, like, all right, I'm back in. Y'all got me. <laughs> and sometimes that's all it takes, man. Yeah. That's all it takes. So I'm going to tell y'all what, what got me back into it all the way. Was, like, when I was a kid, I was just, you know, casual watcher here and there. But when I seen Stone Cold and Booker T in that supermarket, I was, I'm watching uh, every week from now. Oh, man. From now on, I'm watching every week. And then Triple H came back a couple weeks after that. Oh, yeah. It was a wrap yeah, for me. Man. Uh, 2015, man. The Divas uh, Revolution, Evolution, whatever WWE wants to call it. Called it both. Uh, that began this past week when uh, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, who was the NXT Women's Champion at the time, and Becky Lynch all made their debut on Raw. You know, the rest is history. The rest is history. And then uh, 2021, this past week, WWE held their very first show since March of 2020 with the full capacity of fans. And it's been uh, it's been up ever since then. Hell yeah. Crowds have been hot. The product has uh, been very interesting. They, they can't miss, apparently. They got misses here and there, but it's like... It's far and few in between. Yeah, if, if you watch a... You know, I watch a lot of women's basketball. Watch the WNBA. And I watch my Las Vegas Aces specifically. Mm-hmm. You watch the Aces game, they don't miss. Like, they literally don't miss. They shooting the lights out. Literally. <laughs> so shout out to that, man. And shout out to everything that's happened uh, this past week. And then this weekend, we got Slammiversary tonight. 21st edition. And like I said last year on Slammiversary, it is crazy that they have lasted for 21 anniversary events. Because they probably shouldn't have made it past like 12, to be honest with you. Nah, nah. I mean, yeah. I I would say probably right about there. We should have just cut. But they they, they found a way to survive, man. They doing it. You want to be watching Slammiversary? Uh, honestly, I might, I might, cause uh, even though I ain't make it, I actually did uh went back and watched the show. It was actually good. It was. They, they was. They was on. They was on. Yeah, back then that was a uh, that was like shortly after they peaked, in my opinion. But they were still kind of hot. And uh, yeah, this anniversary is it's a lot of yeah nah fam that I'm not really feeling, but I'm gonna still you know tap into it here and there. Uh, you got Trinity winning. Uh, she better. I'm hearing that my main event, and they saying Mercedes gonna be in the building. So, oh man, looking like the you you know you know what that means, right? <laughs> like y'all might as well listen. What what else did y'all bring her here for? It's Thanks. not like Deanna needed no more. She didn't had it like how many times already? Right. You know who I better not see supporting yeah. Trinity, Rikishi. Oh. Uh, like you got priorities. 
Like you uh, want to show up to support your family now. Oh. You got bigger fish to fry when it comes to the family. We, we will mm. talk about that momentarily. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tap into the Slammiverse. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch just to see if he show up now. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have my ear to the ground for that situation. Facts. So yeah, I'm gonna watch Slammiversary. We are gonna hit the double header because uh, the WNBA All Star Game is tonight out here in Vegas. So that's gonna be a fun time. So we're gonna watch all that. But uh real quick, now that I got that, you know, kind of out there into the space, I'm gonna just use this as a perfect opportunity uh to segue into this. packing the edits, guess what? Real brief. These peasants, few peasants. WNBA All-Star Game is taking place here in Las Vegas at the home of the Las Vegas Aces at the Mandalay Bay. But apparently, if you play for the Aces and you did not make the All-Star game, you got to buy a ticket. Huh? Yeah, like, Alicia Clark, she's one of our players, uh, and she ended up, like, tweeting at the commissioner. Like, hey, I just want to support my teammates. Mm-hmm. It's unacceptable with me. So with that being said, WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert, bring that ass here. Bring that ass here, boy. Come on, son. That's crazy. Ain't this what we dealt with in wrestling, like, around the time of the give divas a chance, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. It's And that was over 10 years ago, mind you. So why is it 10 years later and we, you know, in a what should be a bigger sport than women's wrestling? I don't even know at this point if it is. Nah, ain't no way. I'm sorry. It should be, especially with the aces killing stuff. Like we got stars over here. I yeah. got beef with Kathy Engelbert that this is not the appropriate show to name out all my beefs. I'm just gonna say <laughs> I just felt the opportunity to give her a peasant of the week, just cause it was on my mind. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know how that goes. I thought she was gonna give it to I thought she was giving it to somebody else. Oh, I got a, I got a couple things to give it to. Because I forgot to mention, man. We were talking about, you know, sweat towels and shit earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And how hot it was outside. It is 115 degrees outside today here in Las Vegas. Listen. Tomorrow it is going to be forecasted 117 degrees outside. <laughs> Therefore, I got to do it. Tomorrow. in the edits, guess what? To the biggest star in our whole entire solar system, the sun. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. I'm tired of this. I am dying out here. I walk outside and lose my breath immediately. It's like when you're making Thanksgiving dinner, you're making your turkey, and you go and open the oven to check on it. And all that hot air just go right at your face. That's how it feels when you open the door to walk outside. Are we literally melting outside, bro? I'm sweating. I'm I'm a big dude. Yeah, can't That's be sweating fact. like that. That's a fact. It's just it's not good. It's not good at all. Wild. Come on, son. Literally, come on, son. <laughs> 
Hey, Damn. man, where we at on the Royal Address of Rumors, bro? Oh, man. All right, so uh, I think you said you got something about the AEW band. I do, because uh, I seen a little joint earlier this week. They said uh, several moves in AEW and several certain actions that are pretty much synonymous with AEW uh, are now restricted as the company is adopting a new health and safety protocol. Uh, so add that to the list of things where, oh, that's why WWE does it? No wonder that AEW has come to implement after some time. Uh, in a memo sent out to, to all the wrestlers in the company, uh, certain things banned now, unprotected chair shots to the head, shots to the back of the head, buckle, buckle bombs, blind moves backwards like, uh, you know, Seth. Seth hit the Seth yeah. Rollins does the, the buckle bomb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything like that. Uh fencing responses, unnatural positions of arms following a concussion, seizure cells, because apparently it's people in the company with a history of having seizures on live television think it's okay to do a seizure cell in the middle of the ring. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh <laughs> spitting, very unsanitary. Uh, that should have been banned to begin with. Why are you spitting I mean, on yeah. me? Uh, yeah. Bleeding in the crowd, weapons or projectiles in the crowd, taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd, or is the last <laughs> one, physical contact with the crowd, such as uh, pouring drinks on nine-year-old children. I was about to say, like, once once you said taking stuff from people in the crowd, I don't... first place I went to with it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then other moves and actions that are uh, not necessarily banned, but have to get approval uh, from uh, coaches and officials, which uh, not too concerned about this. They're going to green light a whole bunch of shit anyway, so it don't really matter. Yeah. Uh, spots and bumps on the ring apron and outside, table, ladder, chair spots in or out of the ring that are only allowed with padding. Uh, about three years late on this, I almost seen Matt Hardy die on pay-per-view. A few years right. ago, so at uh, least better late than never, I guess. But uh, any elevated spots outside of the barricades, uh, pile drivers and tombstone variations, high-risk dives and top-rope moves like uh, tope suicidas of that mm. sort. Uh, intentional bleeding. This is the one I just... Oh, man. <laughs> intentional bleeding? I am so glad. Because I've been, I've been... Oh, my God. This this is the one I was happy about. Don't know how much is gonna change. Hopefully, it changes something. I'm tired of seeing everybody bleeding every match in AEW. Well, I'm about to say, like, how is John Moxley supposed to work? Facts. Because <laughs> <laughs> facts. Uh, what else did they uh, ban here, or at least have to get approval for? Uh, throwing people into, through, or over ring steps and commentary table, the bell table, or guardrails. And then a certain weapon usage has to be approved, like chairs and pipes and kendo sticks, etc. Title belts and whatnot, thumbtacks and skewers and barbed wire and whatnot. Just any type of weapons, a lot of stuff. Injury spots and angles, uh, whether or not medical is involved or called to the ring. And then uh, any physicality in the crowd or brawling into the crowd has to be approved. Uh, as well as any physicality involving referees, managers, extras, celebrities, or special guests. A lot of this stuff is common sense, 
kind of shameful that it's uh, only taken going into their fifth year to change something different. And it probably wasn't a company ethic. It was probably uh, carried down from Warner Brothers Discovery. I'm about to say, like, that that merger, you know they're going to want to see some things changing up around here. (laughs) Y'all wanted a streaming deal. They kind of had WBD's beck and call, too. Uh, Yeah. They be getting punked around low-key. They said, hey, get this title battle here and put our logo on. Well, because they just, they they want it so bad. They want to do all this shit so bad so they could be, like, top dog and shit. You don't know. It's another side to these deals, bro. Like, yeah, man. You start, you start, you selling your soul, and uh, you're going to see what happens after that. You're going to fuck around and find out. And the well, funny shit is history repeats itself because Bischoff did the same shit with fucking Time Warner. Facts. Like, Which y'all don't learn. If if y'all don't know, uh, Time Warner and Warner Brothers Discovery are the same company, just different names and, and different, uh, you know, people heading it mm-hmm. over time. But they they derive from the same company. Before. It, it was like Time Warner, and then like Time Warner AOL did a merger, and the AOL was like, we don't fucking like wrestling, and kicked that shit to the curb, and sold that shit to WWF for pennies. Back in 2001. <laughs> and then over time, they became like AT&T. They merged with like AT&T, those assets. Yep. And then mm-hmm. AT&T was like, yo, we losing money on this HBO shit. And they ended up uh, merging with, with uh, Discovery. And now we have Warner Brothers Discovery. And the people yep. at Discovery don't give a fuck about sports either. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Inside the NBA might be on the ropes, and I'm scared. Oh, damn. Which is crazy. It gets some of their highest ratings, but the fact that they don't like sports, they can probably cut that shit tomorrow and not care. They say, yeah, we, we're paying Shaq too much Ooh. money. Paying Charles Barkley way too much money. Man, go on with that bullshit. Yeah, you know. You know these execs don't know nothing. No, they really don't. You seen you seen SAG went on strike. Listen, a- everybody going on. Like I work at UPS. I heard y'all about, we got, about we got about 15, 16 days until D Day if they don't get their shit together. Yeah. And then that means listen, I'm already getting my ass beat. Like listen. I how I come back from vacation and have one of the worst weeks ever. That's you know tough. what I'm saying? So they don't get their shit together. I'm gonna have to start working six days, and I ain't trying to work six days. Like this is where yeah. we at. Yeah, always saying these execs they don't, they don't know what they doing. They like to talk around uh what well, what's the what's their favorite word? Record profits. Yup. Perfect example. Billions of dollars raked all yeah. in. But y'all can't pay the motherfuckers that do this shit for y'all. Man. Hey, we stand in solidarity with all the workers. Yeah. The writers of the, the writers guild, they've been on strike for like two two months. Going mm-hmm. on two months. Stand in solidarity with them. Stand in solidarity with the actors. I am the thespian, T.C. Fontaine. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a union actor yet, but by the time I'll be a union actor, I would like to have a little bit of protections that I don't get being non-union, and I don't want to, you know, have to lend my likeness to artificial intelligence for years. I'm I was just, just about I was just about to say that because I read some other day they were saying like they could 
use AI, they'll only pay actors for like a day's work and they just yeah. utilize their likeness through AI to film as much as Forever. they want to after that. Like, the fuck? Y'all should. Mind, mind you, that's for background work. Background work, get paid like a couple hundred dollars for yeah. a day. So for two hundred dollars, y'all have my likeness forever. No, nah, hell no. <laughs> y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. So, uh-uh. uh, yeah. Again, we we off track. Uh, but uh, yeah. AEW band list. Warner Brothers. Hmm. All that. Uh, elsewhere. Uh, am I leading the rumors here? Let me let me get some of my rumors out the way, fam. Well, yeah. I know, I know you see you had a couple. I got a couple. Uh, they said Brian Pilliam. Ah, I can't talk. I got excited. Them billionaires and pissed me off. So now I got to get back down. Listen, I'm uh, with you. They said Brian Pillman Jr. was at the Performance Center this past week. Uh, a couple days after they said he wasn't listed on the AEW roster anymore. So, mm-hmm. Cowboy Jesus, Shawn Michaels, uh, I think he, he he might be able to save him. He might be able somebody, to turn him into something. I'd say somebody got to. He got to shake some of that stank off. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. a damn shame. He's been working with a lot of ass down here. Was it Jacksonville they at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, working with a lot of ass down there. Got to shake that stank off. Yeah, man. Ain't been Get that good. training in. It ain't been good. Ever since I saw his daddy's dark side of the ring, I'm in Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he, he a good dude. Yeah, he, he good. seemed like a good guy. Heard some things. I couldn't verify it, but from what I know, seems to be a pretty decent person uh seth rollins seth rollins appeared on out of character with ryan satin with uh, the fox sports network this past week and uh, he talked about when he went back down to work nxt a few weeks ago put over braun breaker uh, said working with braun was great talked about how the young crew in nxt were eager to move up and he was happy to see that I'm, i'm gonna say the quote here from seth rollins he said we were going through a period with NXT where there was a lot of complacency and people talking about, I'd rather stay in NXT. I don't want to go to the main roster that always rubbed me the wrong way. When I went down there this past time, I felt a different energy and I felt people were excited to come to the main roster and take their careers to the next level. Thank you, Seth Rollins. Cause I've been saying this the whole time. I was saying this back in like 2019 when you had all those guys saying they they didn't want to go to the main roster, the only one that I didn't really think too much about it was Tommaso Ciampa when he said it, because I just thought Tommaso Ciampa was just saying that in character, like his character was NXT. You know, everybody else had like WWE and a at name on Twitter or Instagram, and Ciampa had NXT. Like he was one of the heart and souls in NXT. So when he said it, I just looked at it as being in character because I feel like he had no problem going up to main roster when it was time. Mm-hmm. Like he went he, he said it for health reasons. It wasn't like he just didn't want to go. It's like, listen, yeah. his body, he's done been through a lot, a lot in his shit. mid-30s. And it's like going on the road, doing the shit every day. It's like you're risking it even worse. So that's a good reason. But then you had guys like, and I'm going to say some names, Adam Cole, probably the biggest example of this one, who I feel over time, Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era did kind of ruin NXT, like towards the end of Black and Gold, because they were just there too long. And it kind of got stale after a while, because they could have moved up and did a whole lot more. 
Y'all forget NXT was a developmental league. Supposed to be. It was supposed to be. So why are y'all almost 40 years old trying to stick around <laughs> and stunting the development of a whole bunch of people? Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like, who cares if y'all is at risk for failing on the main roster? Like, how many All-American in college go to the NFL or the NBA and be great? Yeah. And it's like, on one hand, it's for a period of time, it's like, listen, NXT was just a better show. Yeah. So, you know, when they were going through those periods of, you know, Raw and SmackDown not really hitting, that I could understand a little bit of, you know, hesitation because it's like, I don't want to go up there and get booked into purgatory or just not getting booked at all. It's like, that I understand. But that's moved itself out. And again, like you said, it's supposed to be developmental. We're supposed to... Right progress past this so it's like if y'all don't go up there how do we get better at all because one could argue that if you put adam cole and undisputed era on the main roster and book them correctly they would they'd still be here today yeah in a lot better position too yeah especially even work out for them but i say especially with dj paul running the show now like we'd have been fine I just had to wait a year. Yeah. A year. Where AJ it. McCarron at, man? <laughs> he, uh, ain't he an XFL? He might be. I think, yeah, he, I think he was on the team that won this year. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, no, he was. He was slinging at the poles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he crazy. was. Uh... I'm just saying, ain't nothing wrong with being AJ McCarron, bro. If Not that's really. how you pan out, that's how you pan out. And you can't take away what you did in, you know, in in developmental or in the, the amateurs in college, or whatever, whatever you want to equate NXT to. Yeah. You don't take nothing away from that. He's still balling. Where Kendall Marshall at? Still got a baddie too. Like, yeah. You can't take away what Kendall Marshall did for North Carolina just because he wasn't successful in the NBA. Nah, man. Can't do it. NXT needs an eligibility rule like college. That's smart. Like, That's smart. It, hey, you eligible for what four or five years, and then you gotta go up to the main roster and see how you pan out, and then we give you a probationary period on main roster. If it don't work out, you can you know go back to NXT, get repackaged with another gimmick, or leave, be let go, go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, like, I'm with that. I'm with that. They need to implement that. Cut the check, show. Yeah, Nick Khan, I just gave y'all idea. I'm saying tired of giving y'all free game over here. Like, we shouldn't be having, and there's nothing towards like Angelo Dawkins. He's great now. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be having no more Angelo Dawkins being in the developmental for almost 10 years. Yeah. I, when I found out how long he was actually in the system, I'm like, damn, come on now. But it's like, if he got let go, you know, we wouldn't have where he's at now. But I'm just saying. Like, you can't be doing that now, especially when you do have these college athletes, former college athletes coming in, and, you know, you created that pipeline now. I think it only makes sense to to have, like, an eligibility rule, like five years, something like that. If you get injured, you know, you get a red shirt year. Mm-hmm. Right, let's start treating it kind of like that. It'd be a good idea. What what you got? Gotcha. Gotcha. You got? You got some, uh, some about a certain somebody's father? 
Yeah. A certain uh couple <laughs> three was it three people that we see on TV weekly? Yeah, so um Mr. Fatu, aka hmm. Rikishi. Big Oose. Uh he had an interview this week. And my the only snippet I focused on is this because he was asked if he would in in some point in time get involved in the bloodline storyline. And uh, his response was short and disappointing because he said, I'm gonna have to stay quiet on that one. Sir, your 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 child, your son, was just stretched out to the hospital last week. He was at the hands of your younger son. So uh that's that answer's not gonna cut it, fam. That answer's not gonna cut it. Like, first off, first off, your sons have been in a state of complete chaos the last year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They, they, they got first off. They got jumped in to being subservient to your nephew. They did. They found success. You know what I'm saying. They done broke records, main event of mania, but ever since April, it done gone all the way downhill. And the most notable thing I've taken away from it is your absence, mm-hmm. because. Three out of your three out of your what? He got four or five kids. I don't know. He might have more. Well, three three of your kids are in fighting right now. Yeah. So something got something gonna have to give, bro. Like you can't um, just be you can't just be absent. Which is why again, I'm gonna be too, I'm gonna be keeping my eyes on Slammiversary because if I see him in there, <laughs> we gonna come back next week and we gonna have a different conversation. Oh yeah. Real talk. I'm just saying, we we turn on Slammiversary and I see Big Oose sitting ringside before be okay. apparently apparently Trinity and Deanna might main event. If I see Big Oose ringside, you know it's what's happening. Right. Packing the edits, guess what? Just know. It's not gonna be okay. <laughs> just know. What else you got? Uh, re- segue real quick. I got a question. Where, where does Eric Young work? Uh, what company does this man work for? I don't know. I'm seeing they talk about he might show up as uh, right. Scott DeMore's partner. Yeah, that 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 came up when I was looking I at swear shit. They said he was with WWE morning. a couple months ago. Yeah, because as far what I saw in this, listen, I don't report Celso vs. News, so we don't do that. It's not canon. But apparently, he had been working backstage at WWE a couple months ago. I don't know when that stopped, but now apparently talking about Eric Young might show up and he might be Timmy, what's got the more tonight? Like, we got another. This is like, uh, you know, you want to go over to TNA and work Slammiversary, you can. You know, you don't wrestle for us. You don't have to, you know, be exclusive on a performer's contract. Uh, might be one of them ordeals or what? You know what? Just to be safe, might put him on the Mr. Get a Checklist. Just to be safe. Hey. Might just have to do that. Yeah, if he show up tonight, because, like, I'll, I'll watch. I tried to watch Impact on Thursday, and then in like, as is tradition with Impact Wrestling, they gotta fuck something up. Mm-hmm. The channel which Impact airs just totally crapped out, like the whole feed just fucked up for about twenty minutes. I had to turn it off. <laughs> so I missed the I missed the entire segment from the people who did get to see it. And apparently Scott Demore was making a phone call to somebody, and people were speculating on Thursday it was going to be Eric Young. 
So I don't know. We we'll see. We'll yeah. see at Slammiversary tonight. Yeah, man. Uh two quick ones right real here. Uh, people were saying that uh someone uh in USC uh last weekend after she won her fight, she said that she heard Ronda Rousey was coming back. Uh, this is a couple days after we heard that Ronda Rousey has a hard out contract. So once she puts Shayna over, which she better put Shayna over. Ronda got what? Uh, uh, an out in her contract. So she got a, a date where she can just be out. Um, They hooked her ass that, up, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that led to all this talk that Ronda Rousey might be coming back. And Ariel Hawani came out to squash that yesterday and said there's no truth to that she's not going back to ufc and let me just say personally thank god that's all oh, i yeah. got about that this nigga's scared you already know she is i i almost believed it for a minute only because amanda nunez retired a month ago so i'm like <laughs> this bitch was like the coast is clear all right pop back in here you know what i'm saying i can leave this wrestling shit alone and get back to doing this and making money but nah we ain't doing that um Britt Breaker said uh, she would love to have a match with Charlotte Flair. Uh, all I got to say is insert Spider-Man meme. Man. I don't need that. <laughs> like, for what? For what? They, I'd they watch are, it, but for what? I wouldn't even, that wouldn't even be a good match. Like, listen. That wouldn't even be a good hey, match. Hey, ain't nobody <laughs> trying to hear that bullshit, oh, man. I don't need it. Yeah, the Chappelle show. Don't drop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't drop that shit. Oh God, man! So <laughs> I got it wrapped in the CIA napkin. Right, some pound cake. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga has some yellow cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else I got? So Carlito. Uh, so Port said he was supposed to be at Madison Square Garden last week. Like uh well, no, nah, he he wasn't in New York, but he did go to Pittsburgh, and most people know Pittsburgh is where they go to get cleared. So he probably is a little I bit. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't know that. That well, in the, a lot of the, the docs and stuff like that, they show a lot of people going to Pittsburgh to go hit the doctor. That's the only reason I know. But um, yeah. So it's he's probably in transit. So we just gonna stop speculating and just wait to see him. You ain't gonna see him till Detroit or after that, probably. Probably. At this point, you might as well hold off because it, it just makes sense. Um, let me just jump on. I, I'll get this a little, a little quick thing. Uh, Teddy, Teddy did an interview. He talked about uh, a plethora <laughs> of things, including Johnny Ace. And Mark Carano, where he called them the two worst people on the planet. Man. Uh, yeah. Part of the story is he uh, was riding with a referee, and uh, he had to tell him, he told him how much money he was making. The man as a referee was making more money than him as a general manager. Don't play like that. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> Oh, man. Then uh, he said, Johnny told him that uh, they don't make Teddy Long action figures because people wouldn't buy them. And uh, more than likely... I would have bought me a Teddy Long 
actually that's what I'm saying. player. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who he lying to. Um, he said he was probably the person that stopped WWE from selling shirts with his likeness on it. And I mean, we already know what type of time Mark Carano was on, so none of this was really a surprise. Yeah. And he still has nothing nice, no nice things to say about Ric Flair. That was his. That was his only comment when he was asked about that because I know a couple of years ago he, he was talking about in being in Tennessee and how Ric Flair was dropping end bombs, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just said, "Look, you don't got nothing nice to say about somebody. Don't say nothing at all." <laughs> he just left it at that. Uh, my last thing. Uh, Kevin Nash was on his pod, and the topic of LA Night came up. So he used yeah. that platform. <laughs> He used his platform to drop a real hot take by saying that L.A. Knight is a ripoff of Stone Cold and Steve Austin and nothing about him is original whatsoever. My question to you, Kev, and we all cool over here, but what did that man do to you? What what, what did he do? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm packing the edits, guess what? Peasants, you I'm sorry I had to do it to him. Oh. Big Diesel. Damn, man. Big Sexy. Super Shredder. Oz. Vinny Vegas. Kevin Nash, bring that ass here. Bring that ass here, boy. I got to do it to him, man. What he do to you, fam? I really want to know. Because I ain't never in my life seen, heard Kevin Nash hate on nobody. Right. This is off-brand for Out Kevin. the blue. Love me some man. Kevin Nash, man. I, I don't I don't like Kevin Nash being a hater. Yeah, that's and, that's not and my man Lamarcus Antoine take your girl or something. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Like he took one of your that's the type point. of energy. That's <laughs> the type of energy when a when a dude take your woman. Yeah. Cause like it, it wasn't warranted or nothing. Like it, it wasn't like it came from nothing. Like as far as I know, wasn't nothing said in his direction. So I don't know where this came from. This was just like, just outright. That that man was being a ripoff of the Rock. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I'd rather folks be a ripoff of the Rock than all these Shawn Michaels ripoffs we got running around here. Listen, that's a that's a conversation for a whole other day, right? That's These folks can't even be 10% of what Shawn Michaels was for real outside of a super kick. Right. Whereas, like, if somebody is a, a ripoff of the rock, quote unquote, at least they're mm. good. At least they're captivating. LA Knight, Ricky Starks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Tripping Kev. Right. Love you, though, bro. You, you, you the fan. Yeah, yeah. This is, just get that hate out your heart, man. Because yeah. that's not okay. We still cool. Just. Oh, you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta take keep care a check. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Keep a right, check. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I got a hot take, bro. What's that? So, we, we mentioned his name a little bit ago. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Hmm. And he uh he came back about two, two three weeks ago. Got his old music back. Got yeah. his old swagger back. Mm-hmm. Uh, got cheated out of his match last week, this past <laughs> week. It's okay, though. Yeah. Uh, I need Tommaso Ciampa to beat Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. I need that. 
Here's one. I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man. Yeah, let me hear this. Hear me out. This is there's a reason why I say that. One, it it kind of takes you back full circle in terms of Seth Rollins, NXT, everything like that, right? Uh, they both started the same place. They both, you know, had to come up and, you know, establish themselves on the main stage, stuff like that. But Tommaso, when he was in NXT, like you just said, he was one of the hearts of NXT completely. Mm-hmm. But it, it was never bigger than when he was NXT champion, when he beat Alistair Black. He was coming out to no music and everything like that. Fuck you, Tampa. Right. Yeah, it was never bigger than that. So, especially now that Triple H is running the show now, that shows you the full evolution of him developing not just great talent on NXT, but main event talent for the future in the company. So, Seth is your guy now. Tommaso came up. He was one of your biggest stars in NXT. He comes up here. Turn him back heel. Get him, like, he don't got to carbon copy it, but, like, just get him back to that point, and he got to run through Seth. He got he to gotta beat that man down, take that title, and give him a run. Let him, let him do his thing with this, and get it back to my second point being the best i said i said this when i first stepped foot on this show and what was it 2018 he was in full heel mode coming out to that no music beating johnny gargano like he owed him money like that man i argue with your mama don't argue with me he was the best heel in pro wrestling by a country mile and oh, I yeah. will not, I Back would then? not debate with nobody about it. Exactly. Not debate him. Yeah. So if we tap back into that, then there's no question he could be world champ on that show. Because the other thing is, you don't have no monster. You got one monster heel on the show, and he has the Intercontinental Championship. We got plenty of time to, to, to set that in motion. Mm-hmm. But until he breaks Hunky Tonk Man record, which I think he still got a couple months for until he breaks that record, we don't even need to go down that route. But in the meantime, you got a black heart on your show. And you could use that to start really booking some good TV. You I got agree. time to do it. That's all I'm saying. You might have convinced me. You might have yeah. convinced me. You know what I just seen we had on the soundboard? What's up? That I could have used a, a few moments ago. Pray to God you don't drop that shit. <laughs> I forgot I had it. I forgot I had it. Now that I know, I remember. Yeah. All right. We done with the rumors? Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah, we good. Let's move on. And uh, you know, we, we was talking about Champa and Miz this past week on Raw. Uh, but uh, elsewhere on Raw, I have a question for you, Reek. For that, though. How many... Royal families are there in wrestling. A wise man once said that wrestling has more than one royal family. They do. And uh, 
one of those royal family members, Sir Cody Rhodes, challenged Brock Lesnar to a rubber match. And uh, first of all, let me just say this. I can't keep track. I can't keep track of these Cody Rhodes promos because they just get better every week. Let's say don't even try. I went in a there's a moth right here just flying around my head. Uh, That's crazy. Don't make me uncomfortable. Hold on. Where you? What you going, fam? Yeah, land. <laughs> yeah, that shit in the window. I'm, I'm scared. Hold on. We we lie. We got bugs flying just, around while I'm trying say, to do a for, show. Just just for y'all that listen, black people don't play with bugs. We don't. I'm just telling y'all right now, like, we don't do this shit. We do not. Like, take your ass back out there in the nature, Phil. I know your people is missing you. Especially when we're sitting down trying to do shit. Like, that is an impediment to our focus. Yeah. So, it just flew in the kitchen, hopefully. It was in the kitchen for hours. And then it just... I couldn't reach it. It just went up to the corner right above the fridge. I ain't about to do all that. Yeah, no. Now, I want to interrupt me while I'm doing something. Some bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Cody Rose challenged Brock Lesnar to a third match, but these promos, they real they they getting to me. I'm t- I said it last week. Like this dude paints a picture, a mental picture for the fans, like nobody else right now. Literally, I don't think nobody is better on the mic than Cody Rose right now. And there's a lot of people who are really good on the mic nowadays. There's yeah. Roman. There's L.A. Knight. Mm-hmm. There's people that are decent on the mic, like, you know, Charlotte and Bianca and, you know, Sheamus is, is pretty good on the mic, Miz. Yeah. But yeah. Cody? Cody on another level. Yeah. So, uh, that third match, though, I'm going to need that to be some sort of stipulation. A cage? Yeah. Something. If if the, the, the rumor mill is any indication, you might as well go ahead through with it the Texas bull rope match. Mm, it was, yeah. That, that, that was a, a classic of his father's. It only makes sense. And if you really want to put Cody over in this, it's the best way to do it without like having him like outright beat Brock straight up. Yeah. Didn't he have like a bull rope match against Lance Archer or something? Or was it Brody? Uh, no, it was a, it's a dog collar match. Ain't that damn near the same thing. Uh, basically. Yeah, you can book it kind of like that. Didn't he win that? Uh, it's Googleable. I don't feel I like looking it up that. right now, though. I want to say he did. I can look it up. I, don't, I ain't gonna be lazy. Yeah, I ain't gonna. Yeah, be I lazy. think I, I think he did win it because because I think the the match where the match where Brody beat his ass was like a, a regular match. Yeah, that was number, right. That was a regular joint. It was yeah. Cody and Brody Lee, and uh, Cody did win. So I had that right. That was that was Brody's last match actually. That's how I remember it. Yeah, y'all can do that same thing. Yeah. And obviously, I Cody went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that man is a he's he's putting in some of the best work of his career right now. Uh, let's talk about a little AEW real quick. I did not watch Dynamite. I forgot to watch Collision last week, and then I looked at the results, and I was like, "Hey, I ain't missed nothing." Yeah. But uh, this past Wednesday, I'm hearing good things about uh Adam Cole and MJF from people who I trust in our circle and outside of our circle. So I'll uh, have to pay attention to that more. Seeing that they announced Pac and Kota Ibushi. I did see Blood and Guts. Mm -hmm. 
which you, you can't have any blood and guts now. So it'll be interesting to see how that match goes. <laughs> and then uh, the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament finals are tonight on Collision. And in the words of Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everybody black. Amen. Let's go Willow. Let's go Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Did you watch uh, NXT this past week? This past week? Braun Breaker, Ilya like Dragunov? No, no, I got to go back. Uh, I'm that back. No, yeah, you got to write that back. That was, was a crazy. takeover caliber match. Like, OG takeover? Mm. That's That was the type of joint. So you, yeah, I, I expected that because because Ilya, we ain't said it enough, but Ilya ain't missed since he's been on NXT. <laughs> like, Ilya ain't missed since he's been in WWE. I right. know y'all didn't watch UK. I did. If you didn't see him and Gunther in UK, oh man, listen. Every match they had in NXT UK, they had two. That was what made me watch. UK y'all probably seen the second one. The second one took place on an American takeover. Yeah. But the first one, whew, that shit was on TV on a Thursday afternoon, NXT UK, and like 40 people watched. I was one of them 40. Go <laughs> and if y'all yeah. didn't see Braun Breaker versus Ilya Dragunov on Tuesday, go watch that one too. Them dudes went out yeah. there on a Tuesday afternoon on a summer night in Florida. I said afternoon and night. It was a night. It was 8 p.m. in Florida when that match took place. I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> West Coast time here. Nah, it was it was crazy. As, a, as the kids like to say, it was a banger. <laughs> Y'all went crazy. Hey, man. And then a Judgment Day was all over this show, too, man. They, yeah, I heard it was showing up. Taking over Raw and SmackDown, man. Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest cut their teeth in NXT, man. That's their house. Mm-hmm. The house they built pretty much. Especially Finn. Finn definitely built that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Took on, uh, they had a tag team match, uh, Judgment Day. Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Trick Mellow Gang. Carmelo Hayes okay. took the loss to Finn Balor yet again. Oh no. So I don't know what we're doing here. But uh Mm-mm. Wesley. Wesley had a a promo backstage. And guess who that promo got interrupted by? Dirty Dom Mysterio. Oh hell no. Here we go, man. And he challenged Wesley for the North American title next week. All I'm saying is I thrive off of negativity. So if you want to fuel me and charge me up on a Tuesday night, it's going up on a Tuesday on my timeline. If Dirty Dom wins his first singles championship in the WWE and ends the greatest North American championship reign of all time. Just give me all that negativity. I know I just countered what I said a few moments ago, rooting for everybody black. But sometimes being negative trumps my blackness. So, <laughs> oh, give you that, man. I'm like that. I'm like the the, the Michael Scott in the office. Like, please, God, no, no, <laughs> no. God, please, no. But the funny thing is, is like, it, it would honestly make sense. It really would, because West could probably move up at this point, and. That's hold another on. wrinkle. That's hold another on. wrinkle for Dom. I got something for you. I got something for you. Oh, shit. No, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! No! 
No! No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it do make sense though. Like it, it makes perfect sense. That's why I really want to see it. Oh, uh, Finn Balor really gonna be pissed because he ain't got shit. I'm about to say he's gonna be big hating because everybody got something but him now. <laughs> so give me that. Oh. Also, uh, next week, guess what, bro? Mm. Your boy back. He touching down. He back home. And forget forget about, about it. Tony D. Tony D. Fresh out. I need a first day out freestyle from Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> Told him crackers holla at me when they sober. The American justice system continues to fail us every day. Every hey man, he was set up, bro. All the evidence is enough to overturn the conviction. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all should give my man credit for time served too. Mm-mm. This stuff happens to us all the time, man. I'm, well, again, they <laughs> continue to fail us every day. <laughs> That's crazy. We know what time it is. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, let's let's wrap this up with SmackDown, shall we? You watch SmackDown, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, you weren't here last week. What's your perspective on this Jay Uso bloodline thing? I I said mine. Our guest last week, RN, said his. He ain't a guest no more, but you know what it is. You know, black people, you ain't a guest at black people's house after the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's, honestly, that's... no, 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 no. Correction. You're not a guest at a black person's house after an hour. At that point... Get your ass yeah. up and help in this kitchen. Basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an unspoken rule. That's how it goes. Yeah. Look, I, I, I told y'all all where I stand on all this. And it's like, I guess I got to just keep saying it so that it just keeps coming true. Like, the man spent the latter half of 2020 into 2021 building his singles resume until Jimmy came back. And it's like, they just put Jimmy on the shelf again, you know, in storyline, but they did it again. Why do that if we're not really trying to go for this? Like, listen, you got people in the crowd singing his music now. Like, he's getting a genuine pop from people. He done announced it to to all of y'all himself. Like, this, you know, this is main event Jay Uso. I'm the chief. I'm the head now. Like mm-hmm. I, I said a couple weeks ago, it's like you gotta have conviction of what you say for me to buy into it. Who has more conviction than this man right now? I, I promise you, I don't see nobody. Not a damn nobody. And it's like I, I try. I tried to put this out there. I put it out there years ago. It done took two years, but it was the best story. Still the best story in wrestling that's been told, and we we going. We going all the way. Like, Jey Uso, Roman Reigns, SummerSlam. And you know what I need to? This is is not even a hot take. This is just what I need personally. I need three stages of hell. I need three stages of hell at SummerSlam for the title. And we ain't seen that in, like, 20, 20 years. Exactly. And who better to book it than the man that's running the shows now? Because he know all about that. First stage, 
I need you can just give me a singles match. You can just give me a straight up one and done. Second second fall, I'm thinking like no DQ submission, something like that, right? Third fall, you got to go back to where it started. Hell in a cell. Give me hell in a cell. Yep. And finish it once and fall. If that don't do it, like everybody needs to say, oh, you got to convince me that he should be the guy to do it. If that booking right there and no matches don't do it for you, I don't know what else to do to tell you. Because we don't, again, we don't tell the three year story that if you paid attention to was right there in front of your face, but you still ain't buying it. Do that. Book that for SummerSlam and let the rest do, you know, fall where it may. Because if you can't buy into it after that, I don't know what to do for you. Like, he got it on the mic. He done proved it into the ring. Mm-hmm. He's the only person to beat Roman Reigns in almost four years. Yeah. I don't know what else y'all really want at this point. He got all the motivation in the world. He's fighting for his brother now. And against one of his other brothers. Like, nice. this is where we at, man. Y'all know what time it is. Just, just stop being delusional and just wake up. Accept what is. Facts. And you know what? I think I, I want to... I ain't going to go too heavy on this, but I do want to issue a slight apology to somebody. Because I think I had the wrong white man fucked up. I want to apologize to Sami Zayn just a little bit. Because you ain't even the white man they need to be worried about. (laughs) Paul Heyman is Mm -hmm. is the real villain here. Mm -hmm. This man called himself a juice up. That pop and, 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 and got this 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 directional gaslighting. Like just one month ago, if that, you was swearing up and down, this was all Jimmy's fault. Mm-hmm. Jimmy is leading you to, to failure, to, to destruction, because he wanted to turn on Roman Reigns. And Roman wants you to be the next head of the table. You was doing all that less than a month ago. Now just last night. Oh, this is all Jay's fault. Jimmy's in the hospital all because of you. Like, bro, pick a target for your gaslighting. You gotta, you gotta. Right, is it Gucci Wally Wally or is it one mic? Is it black girl lost or shorty owe you for ice? Thank you, Jay. <laughs> that always comes Cause, in handy. Because it's terrible. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah so we're we gonna see how that plans out. Uh, pans out, excuse me. Uh, elsewhere on the show. We got a U.S. title invitational and uh, two fatal. They did this recently with something else. I can't remember what it was, but uh, it had a fatal four-way match and another fatal four-way match. And then them winners face off against each other to, to determine the real number one contender. So uh, Santos Escobar has already qualified for the final. And then uh, next week on SmackDown, Rey Mysterio, Cameron Grimes, Sheamus, and L.A. Night, yeah. Mm. I think uh, right. we just go with the no-brainer, man. Y'all know what to do. Yeah, because here, here's what y'all should do. Uh, one, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, he's he's great, you know. To the moon. <laughs> he's great. And I remember him and L.A. Night had a nice little feud in NXT. Oh, that they did. Had Ted DiBiase come. Then there's Sheamus. Sheamus has been doing some of the best work of his career 
the last several years now, going like three, four years. Whenever oh, he came back, like he from ain't the, mid. Yeah, he not from the <laughs> Jeff Hardy joint to the the brawling brutes. Him and Drew put on crazy, crazy matches. And this was after years of being a tag team guy, and y'all forgot Sheamus could go. Mm-hmm. Like Sheamus can go. Banger after banger. Even at this stage, Rey Mysterio can go. And I wouldn't yeah. be mad seeing Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar. But there's one thing I noticed, and somebody else pointed this out as well on Twitter. On Friday, you had all the all the competitors in this fatal four-way had a promo to yeah. hype themselves up. And the only one who got a promo in front of the live crowd was LA Knight. Yeah. Fucking right. So I'm just saying, it writes itself. I yeah, called it a couple weeks ago to have LA Knight take on Austin Theory and take the title from him so y'all can stop bitching that he didn't win money in the bank. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah. Do it. And then uh, from the U.S. title division to the women's title division, we got a uh, Bianca Belair versus Oscar in the main event. And uh, for some reason, I have no idea why, because they weren't kicked out of the building. Uh, Charlotte Flair, EO, Sky, and Bailey all came with tickets to sit ringside. Is one of them oversights uh, from somebody who hasn't been booking the main shows for but a year now. Is <laughs> one of them little mini oversights. It's okay. It's okay. But my whole point is, this is what I wanted and expected from the women's division after the draft. When I found out these five women were going to be on the same show together, Ooh. I wanted all of them to be interacting some way, shape, or form. And they're all interacting over the championship. There's clearly Bailey trying to cash in the money in the bank that she yep. does not possess. So y'all, I'll be paying attention. Y'all act like we don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. I pay attention. Uh, and honestly, Scott. yeah. Like I, honestly, that's kind of why. Because I know initially it was like they're probably headed towards a triple threat. Honestly, at this point, y'all can give me a fatal four way. Because, and and make it Bailey who wins, throw her into the mix, and you have EO just sitting back in the background with a, with money in the bank. So it's like, okay, if Bailey don't win, I got the backup plan right here. Like, you could do that too. Hey, they could. Here, here's what I would do, because like I don't think, I don't think Bianca, I don't think it's her time to win it back just yet. No. She held it over a year. We got to give it a rest. Charlotte, I mean, y'all know how everybody feel about Charlotte. Listen, we know what happens with her at SummerSlam, so we got to be careful. But we don't need to do that. Uh, Oscar, Oscar ain't did shit with the belt, so I don't know what's going on with that. That leaves EO and Bailey. And I think, like, that fatal four-way idea, you could have Bailey win. Mm Mm-hmm. And it had EO cash in. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. But here's how I would do it, though. Have Bailey win the Fatal 4-Way and be like, it's, it's one of us and we got this backup plan with EO if it doesn't happen. And that would be the whole thing. They go into it and then they actually do it. Bailey wins the championship at SummerSlam. Okay. You know what happens after that? Mm. 
is not what y'all think. EO not going to cash in on Bailey immediately. No, no, no. We going to see. Here's what we going to. Y'all, y'all, you remember when uh, 2008, Vengeance, it wasn't called Vengeance no more in 2008. It was Night of Champions. It was Night of Champions. 2008. Yeah. And Edge got drafted to SmackDown, and he was the world champion. Right. The WWE Championship was also on SmackDown. So Batista, yeah. Batista is on Raw. He got to be Edge to, to get the title back on Raw. Mm-hmm. Edge screws over Batista, and he comes out on Raw the next night like, yeah, I'm taking this championship back to SmackDown. Fuck oh, y'all. yeah. Yeah. Batista was and like, Batista, ah. Yeah, Batista was like, psych. <laughs> Beat that man ass. And Batista on his way back to the locker room and CM Punk music play. He run out with the money in a bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. Recreate that same thing. However, do it to where it makes sense. Have Bailey come out there. She come out there with EO. They, they, they roll together. Have Bailey the champion, EO money in the bank and say like, you know what? We going to take this thing hostage because you know what? Something happens. It's all Gucci. And then, you know what you hear next? You know, you know where I'm going with this, Reed? Well, who is it, though? Hold on. They got a tank. Ah, <laughs> okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. Has Shotzi come out there and just beat the shit out of Bailey when Hell she yeah. finally come back? And Bailey, the champion. Mm-hmm. She just beat the brakes off of her. And then you got to have everybody come out. You had Jason Jordan and Adam Pierce and Petey Williams and Kenny Dykstra still back there. Had him come out too. This had mm-hmm. all the producers, TJ Wilson, all of them come out and just get her up out of there. Cause they got it. Man, she, she wilding on Bailey. Right. And then you had EO look down at the briefcase. Hey, Rev Jess, Rev Jess, get over here right quick. (laughs) EO Sky is cashing in her money in the bank. That's come on, fam. I like that. It writes. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Cut the checks. Cut the check, Triple H. It's more free game. Whoever we we giving y'all free gems all the time on the show. Yeah, man. And then uh, one last thing I want to talk about. We can get on up out of here. Uh, Y'all, y'all might not see the shirt I'm wearing. Y'all see the shirt I'm wearing, though? You see the shirt I'm wearing? Yes, sir. Bobby Lashley, the Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley back. Mm-hmm. This man uh, pulled a Grandpa Simpson. This man pulled up, <laughs> got out the limo, got right back in. Got right and out of here. Let's go. <laughs> but he but just he had, had to come and, he had to come and swoop up the Street Profits. He, said, yeah, he had a business meeting. Yeah. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to see all three of them finally doing something worthy. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest advocate for just putting all the black people together, but yeah. when it's three black people that haven't really done shit in a year, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I won't complain. And got got that potential because mm-hmm. we didn't already said from jump that Montez was the star out of the two of them, but then Angelo been really like going off the last couple months. And like he been up there, so now it's like you see his work 
improving and stuff like that. So he getting on that level. We already know the deal with last. So we just been asking where he been at. Now he here. Put it together. Let's make magic. That's all I want. Bobby Lashley said, "You looking for a nigga? Nigga here now." <laughs> yeah. No, I need that though. I need that. I've been uh, like I said, I've been waiting for both Street Profits and Bobby Lashley to do something, especially in the last several months. They just been right. floating. Like you got Lashley. Last time we saw him, he was losing clean to AJ Styles, mm-hmm. which I had an issue with that. But yeah, I mean it's AJ Styles, but like still, yeah, still. Bobby Lashley about to be forty seven. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy because like he don't he don't look forty seven. Nope. Which you know, his body probably don't feel like he's forty seven. He take great I'm care. About, of I'm about to say you see that motherfucker, and yeah. that that see that 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 gives me that gives me hope because see Facts. he and I have the same he and I have the same you know affliction. We both got alopecia, so you can't tell my age, and we can't tell his. So I'm in good shape. Like <laughs> I ain't got to worry why, about nothing. Is that why he don't got no eyebrows? Yeah. Didn't he have eyebrows the first time? All right. So I'm a I'm a I'm a reveal. Oh this no, yeah, put me some, on game about I'm, I'm, I'm a, put me on game about alopecia patients, real quick. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna fill people in on this. So I haven't done this, but there are people that when they have situations like this going on, uh they'll get their eyebrows like drawn on or written or some even get him tatted i'm pretty sure that's what he had going on at the time either that or he was still in the process of them going away but um yeah it's it's, it's slow it's real slow like Man, this all find out. happened over time of years like i just lost i just lost the ceiling at one point in time i had everything else but then like three years later it's all out of there so Man. you know it, it take time so i don't know which one was the case but it'd it be like that sometimes some people don't, some people just want to keep the illusion up so they do that me i i, I just like i don't care you, you 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 taking you get what you get at this point okay my, my man bobby lashley might have been on that chola flow back in the day he, he might have been he might have been <laughs> i didn't sweat off i don't know yeah hey man we appreciate y'all if y'all made it this far it was a good show and uh, i i had the timer yeah. running <laughs> I had the timer running. We within an hour and a half. My man, here we go. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. We try to be professional going into year four. <laughs> Just call us AEW. Look at this. Oh man. <laughs> was that was that too soon? Way too soon. Was that a low blow? <laughs> oh man. Hey, plug your socials, fam. Uh, y'all can find me at Recap for 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, y'all can check out the past episodes of the Havoc Hour where I talk sports and entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. The video version is up on YouTube. I know I said I was going to bring it back about a week ago. Uh, a <laughs> couple months now. Yeah. Uh, the, this, that That's TBD, especially with everything going on right now. Hey. Because I was away for the weekend. And then this shit at work. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, man. And we, we got to do that baby boy review that we talked about last week. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
I'm I'm gonna at least try to get something out like before you know training camp. Well, when training camp starts, that's like next week. Yeah, train, um, training camp next week. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. So like when that when that get jumped off and getting ready to start football and everything like that, I'll do something. But yeah, it's up. Y'all can check it out. Yeah, go check that out, man. And uh, while you checking that out on Instagram, you can check us out on Instagram too at YK Wrestling and check me out at tc.fontaine and check out my photography at foy.flicks and you know young kings wrestling we everywhere yk wrestling we on where we at facebook we don't yep. post there we on instagram no post there sometimes we on tiktok post there probably the second most frequent place that we be posting and i only post on tiktok like once a week <laughs> so but if you really want to know our thoughts and our live tweets and everything, we are on Twitter, also at YK Wrestling, too. And as we stated at the top of the show, you can check out all the links to all the platforms where you can find us at, all the merchandise as well. Go get you a T-shirt. Go get you a logo tee. Walk around and support us. Go get you a Black Lives Matter tee. I tell y'all all the time I'll be thinking about releasing them wolf packs. I might have to release the wolf pack joint. Okay. I seen somebody uh in the Dollar Tree with the NWO wolf pack on like a couple days ago. And I didn't say nothing to him because I I don't I don't uh say anything to people when they have wrestling shirts on anymore. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I stopped doing that. Cause I also seen somebody with a list of Jericho shirt on the other day, too. So I was just like, yeah, I'm seeing everybody out with all these wrestling shirts on. These old wrestling yeah. shirts, too. Yeah. I didn't even know they had a list of Jericho shirts. No idea. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, yeah. you might as well capitalize. Yeah, but... Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I just didn't know. I probably would have bought one back then, too. I think, was... Jericho's, I think Jericho's on the Mr. Keeper checklist, too. He is. We just ain't. We just ain't gonna give him no recognition on here. Uh, but yeah, I got you. If so, he he would definitely be a a nominee every year. Yeah, he finds a way. Playing concerts during COVID. Yeah, man. <laughs> I seen. I seen this man. I don't know if it was recent or if it was old. I I don't I don't pay attention to Chris Jericho when he's on TV now, so I feel like it's old because he was. This has been like when he was fat. He was at Jericho. Yeah. He was just like somebody said he was dancing. He was dancing like a middle-aged mom at a New Year's party. Oh shit. That's bad. It was looking all bad. So <laughs> but shout out to not uh not talking to wrestling fans in public when you see them with wrestling shirts on. Cause one of the reasons I don't like wearing wrestling shirts in public. I wore a, I wore a bloodline shirt like a year ago. And uh yeah, the dude, it took him about 45 seconds to bring up AEW to me. <laughs> and that's one of the random oh. main reasons I, I don't talk about wrestling to wrestling fans uh, who are obviously wrestling fans because they wearing a shirt. I don't want to do it. Yeah, man. It might be an easy opportunity to, to promo Young Kings Wrestling. I don't see it that way. No. Because 
We just we just listed off all the places that we you can go to go find us. So that's all you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> just do it that way. I don't know how long we we were running like four minutes since the plug your socials. So uh <laughs> I was just trying to drag it out a little bit, man. Uh but until next time. Said I'll be back to hold you down. I don't wanna leave. But we, I, gotta go right now. Us, we gotta go right now. So until next week, we're gonna hit y'all with another one. Another one. We out of here. Go. Go.